Hey, it's Timmy Whispers from Stacey King's Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure you can take on any adventure. I'm planning on going river rafting this weekend, and I'm ready to head out on the trails with all-wheel drive. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What are you doing, Dragic? Well, he was scoring 19 points for Slovenia in the uh, opening round play of the Eurobasket tournament. They haven't played that since back in 2017. Both Dragic and Marko Simonovic are representing their nations. Welcome into episode 96 of Gimme the Hot Sauce. We're nearing the century mark. The calendar's flipped to September. We are recording this on Thursday, September 1st from the Hustle and Flow Studios. And college football starts on Saturday, the NFL the following weekend, and NBA training camps will open in late September. So it's almost here, Stacey. You can almost taste it. Basketball's in the air. Yes, less than six weeks. Um, You know, I'm looking forward to it. I was was at the Advocate Center uh, today. I go out there twice a week. And I uh, got a chance to see the rookie Dale and Terry for the first time. And Iowa was out there. And uh, Javante Green, who we'll have on later, um, was out there working out. And it was really good seeing those young players get out there. And they were really going after each other. They're working hard on closeout drills. And um, basically everything was defensively. So you're going after it in your physical therapy from the, uh, from the hip surgery. And you said that uh, you had uh, some incident uh, that uh, caused you some pain. America. <laughs> Let's not get into his personal life. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know how to phrase it exactly, so I, I kept it general. America. Mm-hmm. America. So the, the surgically repaired hip, Mark, is, is awesome. Like, yeah. No pain whatsoever. Shout out to Dr. Karras over at uh, Rush Orthopedic, um, Midwest Orthopedic Rush. Um, perfect. You know, and they're just building up the strength. My guy, Mike Orr, um, is doing a good job of rehabbing, getting strength in. But I came in today, and uh, I had a groin pull on my on my good hip side, and uh, it just didn't it didn't feel too good. So we worked on that today, and um, that injury wasn't caused by working out. It was America. <laughs> America, I'm not as young as I used to be, and I'm not as flexible as I used to be. Oh my goodness! And I'll let you. Oh I'll let I'll let you. I'll, I'll let you, America. I will let your mind wonder with that one. Oh, all I could do is give Woo! you give you a Neil Funk. Oh my goodness! Oh, Sriracha, <laughs> give me the hot sauce. <laughs> Time to start yoga. Too, too big, too strong, too fast, oh. too hurt. Oh my goodness! Oh, <laughs> Nationwide is by your side. I need it right now. Oh, Jeff, I need that. I need it right now. Nationwide is by my side. Oh, wow. Oh Lord, I know. 
A bombshell to open the yes. show, and uh, another bombshell heard around the NBA. A big trade happened. You don't wow. normally see them this far before training camp, but the Utah Jazz, who are obviously in a rebuild mode, they traded Rudy Gobert to the Minnesota Timberwolves, and today, after all kinds of rumors that Donovan Mitchell was going to be going to the New York Knicks, instead, he's going to a team in the Bulls division. The Cleveland Cavaliers acquire the all-star guard Donovan Mitchell in exchange for... Lowry Markinen, the former Bull, Colin Sexton, who of course missed all of last season, but he's a 20-point per game scorer in the league. Their first-round draft pick, Oche Abaji from Kansas, three unprotected first-round picks along with a couple of swaps. They gave up a King's ransom king, so I don't I don't know how good, you know, we know what Utah's doing. They're they're trying to tank. They're hoping to get the French kid with the first pick in the draft, uh, Wembanyama or oh. whatever, whatever his last name is. You just butchered that name. But, <laughs> but what what do you think about uh, the Cavaliers with Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland and that that good front line they have? Give them credit because I don't even think that they were even in the running uh, to be able to get you know get this quality of player. It was always the Knicks were the ones that were yeah. really pushing forward. The Knicks came out a couple of days ago and just basically said, "We need a deadline. We're giving you a deadline. Uh, if you want RJ Barrett, which is still which is still on his rookie contract, they weren't going to extend him until they could make that deal. Uh, they weren't able to make that deal, so New York rescinded it. And they got to be kicking themselves right now because they had they had the assets to to match what Cleveland could have done and gave up just RJ Barrett, but um, I tell you what, man, uh, give Cleveland uh, the GM um, credit because you didn't have to give up any of your core pieces. You didn't have to give up Darius Garland. You didn't have to give up Mobley, and those are two cornerstones of your franchise. Now, if I'm Utah, I'm not doing that deal unless I get one of those two players. I'm giving you an all-star caliber player. I need an all-star caliber back. I'm not thinking Sexton's not going to all-star. He's a good young player. Larry Markin is not an all-star caliber player. Um, he's a good, solid player. But I definitely have to have an all-star in return, a young all-star, because I'm giving you a young all-star, and then I'm still taking those picks. Yeah, but do you think Donovan Mitchell can lead any team to a championship being the best player? Listen, I love Donovan Mitchell. Okay, I, I'm not a Donovan Mitchell hater. I, I think the problem that Cleveland's going to have now, because Darius, Darius Garland has done a great job of being the facilitator and then being able to score when he needs to score. And the great players do that. You know, they get all their teammates involved, and then they recognize, like, okay, I've, I've got to score for us to win. And he has that ability as a second-year player. He's an all-star in second year. So now you bring another, you know, another ball-dominant guard on that team. Mm -hmm. So how does that dynamic work? You got a you got a, a you know pass first point guard, score point guard, and then you got a guy who's a scorer first and then a facilitator second. So how does that dynamic work between the two? Now, as we see right there, Sexton, I mean, 4 year 72 million dollar deal. Oh lord. That's a lot of money. Well, there had been talk <laughs> that Cleveland had to make a choice between Sexton and Garland. They went with Garland was on the show previously. Check out that interview if you yes. get a chance in our YouTube library. But, you know, they, they basically decided that Sexton didn't fit. Okay, so you trade a 6'1 guard or 6'2, whatever it is, to, for another smaller guard in Mitchell. Yes, he's Mitchell's better than Sexton, but if you really upgraded your team when you consider everything else you gave up to get him. 
Well, I, I think it's a, I think it's a big upgrade over Sexton because Sexton, when they drafted Sexton, they were anticipating that he was going to be a point guard, and when they got him, you know, they realized that he's not a point guard. And then they went out the next year, and you got Darius Garland, I think at seven, and um, you know, he was coming off an ACL. You got him right before the Bulls took Kobe White. Yeah, yeah. He, he he came he came in as an ACL injury, and people didn't know you know, how good he was going to be. LeBron James talked about him, which I think that elevated people to go, maybe we need to take a look at that, you know, this player. So at the end of the day, you know, they, they got rid of, uh, oh, look at this. Look, look at this. Okay. I, I, I just want to go back. See, see where Taylor Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson is. Like, you got to ask yourself, like, who's making these moves in Los Angeles? Because there's a lot of teams that wanted, you know, THT. They wanted him in a package deal. Yeah. Indiana would have taken them. Indiana would have taken Russell Westbrook and they would have given you Buddy Heald and they would have given you, you know, the big guy. Um, so, and that deal wasn't made. But then you trade him to Utah and then you get Patrick Beverly. You probably could have got Patrick Beverly now that they made that move. They might have released Patrick Beverly. So right, you, right. You could have got him for free. Hey, we mentioned the uh, the Euro baskets going on right now and, and it looks like uh, – Dragic is in pretty good shape. He's been playing well. They had that little scare where he, had, he tweaked his knee, but he's he's playing well. They're saying he's playing good defense, and it's going to be interesting to see how he's going to fit when the Bulls get to camp later this month. Listen, when he's healthy and, and he's on the floor, he's a very good point guard. Whether he's starting, whether he comes off the bench, uh, he knows how to play. He's got a high basketball IQ. He knows how to run a team. He's very crafty, and you're watching in the European Basketball League. He can get his shot anytime. Uh, he comes off pick and rolls. He knows what he's going to do with the ball uh, before he even comes off the pick and roll. He reads, he reads the way the defense plays, and he gets the ball to the right people. Um, the key for him, for the Bulls, is I can see him playing, you know, 25 minutes a night, you know, on certain nights. I don't know if he can do it 82 games, but – I could see him being a big, big part of that second unit, uh, which will allow guys like Io and and you know Caruso to play off the ball and do the things that they do best, and like getting out in transition. Um, Dale and Terry, you know these guys to get out in transition, be able to defend, get it, you know, be able to attack the other team's second group. Because you're coming off, you got to remember now, the Bulls are coming out with a second group that's way better than they had last year. You got two guys who were starters in this league, Drummond and Dragic. So then you throw in Caruso. We know what he can do. And then you know, Io. Io. And you've got you Kobe, know, White. Kobe White. I keep telling you, America. Remember, I told you this. Kobe White and Patrick Williams are going to have breakout seasons this year. Everybody talks about trading Kobe. Oh, we should have traded Kobe. When you talk about shooting and you talk about how important shooting is and the Bulls need shooters, people forget how good a shooter Kobe was before that shoulder injury. He's a guy that can go out there and get you 12, 14 points in a quarter. He's shown you that since his first year, and I think it's going to come back. He's been working on his ball handling. He is a confident scorer. He knows he can score in this league. He's seen it. He's, he's had big games where he's had 30-some points. So the kid has a lot of confidence. And what you got to remember, and I tell people this, slow your roll when you criticize a guy. Because last year they, they're criticizing Kobe. Oh, you know, he didn't shoot the ball well. You know, da-da-da-da-da-da. Okay, remember, he had shoulder surgery. He couldn't play all summer because it happened early in the summer. Right. So he didn't get to work out any. He didn't get to go through a training camp. He came back late. So when he came back, that the Bulls were already established with rotations. Now 
not only does he have to worry about Mark trying to, you know, get out there and, and with an injury and get back out and learn how to play again, he's got to try to find out where he fits in. Am I a point guard? Is that going to be my role? Or am I going to be a two guard? So that's got to play in his psyche a little bit. So he never really got on track, but he's going to be on track this year. I think you're going to go back to seeing the old Kobe, you know, offensive-minded Kobe guy to go out there and, and open up the defense. He's capable of shooting 40% from the three-point line. Yeah, the Bulls start training camp in late September. September 26th is media day with the first practice following right after that. And there's going to be incredible competition for playing time Woo. with all the guys Stacy mentioned. And then you, you factor in Derek Jones Jr. and our special guest, Javante Green, who's coming up in a couple of minutes. They're all going to be battling for minutes. It's going to be tough for Billy Donovan and his coaching staff to decide exactly who's going to be on the court at certain times in the game. Before we go to break, we want to talk about our friends over at the Chicago Sky. Candace Parker showed her Hall of Fame form. I mean, she's putting Ooh. up ridiculous numbers with rebounds, block shots, assists, and she brought the team back to even that series with Connecticut at a game apiece. Well, i tell you what. She knows when to turn it on. Yeah. Like, you see her in the regular season. If the game is big and the moment is big, she turns it up. And in the playoffs, she's done the same thing. You know, it's like, okay, she, like, all of a sudden, she's kind of cruising along. And then all of a sudden, at the end of the game, you start looking at her stat line. It's like she's got 18 rebounds, 16 points. So she is a veteran and knows how to play. There it is right there, 22 points, four rebounds, four assists. And the she had game, 18 and 17 in yes. game one. And, and the key for, the, the, key for the, the sky is how they start games. Yes. They, they were yeah. – that first – quarter when they have lost that first quarter has killed them they got off to a slow start and they, then they have to play uphill right there they were plus 10 in that first quarter they came out with energy they recognized that this was a must-win game you know because when they were playing new york and they lost that first game and you know liberty came and got that first game they they realized they could win this series they, right okay, they knew they were the better yeah, team but this is not a team that you yeah. can play with and got I, think, size. I think now they recognize after that first game, they're like, hey, we got to come out and stop messing around or we're going to find ourselves, you know, at home. So I'm looking forward to, to seeing what they do when they go on the road. Yeah, the WNBA semifinals, both great series. The other one with Seattle and Las Vegas, both series are tied 1-1. And now the series, the Sky Series, will shift back to Connecticut. Game three is Sunday afternoon. So hopefully they can get at least one, bring it back to Chicago, wrap it up, and then get a chance to go on to the finals and defend their championship. We wish all the best for head coach James Wade and the Chicago Sky. Friends of the program. Yeah, another friend of the program is uh, one of our great sponsors, Jeff Vukovic. When it comes to insurance for your auto home and business make sure you contact the king of insurance our good friend jeff vukovic he supports all the chicago teams including the wnba champion chicago sky it's our buddy nationwide agent jeff vukovic you can reach him at jefffuk.com that's jeff vuk.com and stacy nationwide is on your side Woo! We got the close-up, too, the camera work, doing a great job over there. Nice, nice job by the Sriracha crew. Hey, in the Sriracha waiting room right now is our, is our good guest coming up, and that is next on Gimme the Hot Sauce. Five so so keep it right here. Five Javante Greens. That's coming up next. Hey, it's now our pleasure to welcome in this week's guest, Javante Green, one of the uh, unsung heroes of last year's Bulls team that surprised the NBA. And Javante, first of all, I got to ask you about the role that you had to play last year because of the roster composition. You were playing a lot of power forward. What's it like mm -hmm. playing NBA power forward at 6'5"? Um, I mean, it's nothing I expected to do, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, whatever they ask me to do, I'm going to do it. You know, um, I actually played the four in college a little bit. It was like a four-guard set. You no, know, everything was um, interchangeable. So, 
I just feel like uh, that helped me a lot, like going back to my college days, like knowing knowing um, how to space the floor as a as a foreman. When you when you look at what's going on this summer, all the teams. I know you saw the trade that Cleveland just made with uh, Donovan Mitchell. Um, when you guys see that kind of stuff and what Atlanta's done this year, when you guys look at that, is it like you guys are just thinking we just got to take care of our business? We don't care who goes where. We don't care as long as we do what we're supposed to do. We're gonna be where we're supposed to be. Yeah, of course. You know, um, Stacey, You know, you know, you've been a part of the league. You know, you don't you don't back down from nobody. You know, so I mean, you know, everybody's. You know, we had a, we had a uh, we had our little run last year before, like injuries and everything. You want to if you want to put that in there, but you know what I'm saying. I think we're uh, we're a good team. You know, we made noise last year before the uh, All Star um, to get everybody back healthy. I think we can do the same thing this year. Yeah, the NBA is always about change. Uh, teams, as Stacy mentioned, are making additions uh, to their rosters, making trades and free agent signings and the like. What's been your attitude about this summer in terms of getting ready for next season? It's going to be a little bit different. Patrick Williams is back. Uh, you're going to have to compete for playing time just like everybody else is. How competitive do you think this Bulls camp is going to be this year? Um, you know, I think it's going to be very competitive, and I feel like that's going to going to help us out throughout the year, you know, just going out there and competing from, the, from day one. And then, um, you know, all that's going to carry over to, throughout the season. You know, even though, you know, injury is part of the game. So if somebody fall down, you know, you, you just step right up and fill that role. Talk a little bit about, you know, going to Radford and then being an undrafted rookie. And, and what was the steps that you had to take to get yourself in position to get through the door of the NBA and now being a fixture on a, on a winning team right now? Oh, man, the journey is, is something I can't believe, you know. Um, you know, coming out of Radford, you know, uh, I couldn't get like no NBA. I had like two NBA workouts, but every NBA team I worked out with, they was like, well, we don't know what position he is, you know, cause I played the four in college. And I'm like, uh, I mean, me personally, I was like, wherever you want me to do, I, I'll do it for you. You know, in my back of my mind and that, and the journey overseas, you know, uh, it was crazy, you know, playing four years over there, you learn, you learn from both aspects. And then coming home during the summer and playing like, doing NBA workouts, NBA training camps, you know, playing summer league. And you're learning both aspects of international and in, in, um, in the States, you know, how they play. And then I feel like that helped me a lot to understand, like, just basketball, period, you know. So, uh, you know, the journey was was it was a long one, but I'm, I'm just blessed I'm here and I'm talking to um, talk, and I can talk about it now. Yeah, your number two was retired by Radford. You had a great career there, and then you played internationally, and – and I know that you've got one of the best uh, Twitter handles out there, Two Extreme Bounce, which is very cool. And I know some of yeah. Stacy's best calls were of you flying to the rim and either put, throwing down a put-back dunk or just dunking over the top of somebody's head. Uh, how much enjoyment do you get out of flying to the rim and, and throwing it down hard? I mean, I mean, I just, I just, I just love that the, uh, the adrenaline that I get from the crowd, or you know, even though if I'm watching like the highlights, you can just. You can just feel how, like, if nobody's nobody's at the game, you know, and you can just feel like Stacy, you know, just just throwing that energy out there, and you can just feel it, and you know, um, I mean, that 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 excites me, you know, just getting that uh, feeling, you know, just getting that adrenaline, like, just getting the crowd into it. The one thing I've always said when when they got you from Boston, and it was during the you know it was during the COVID uh, situation. The one thing I always liked about you, no matter how many minutes you, you came in, you came in with energy. 
And um, I, I likened you to, to uh, Tony Allen. Like, you remind me of Tony Allen with how tenacious he was on defense. But I think you have more offense than Tony Allen uh, right. and, more, and more bounce, even though Tony back at Oklahoma State had some bounce. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I can see exactly why, like, like, the Bulls fell in love with your energy because I think a lot of people get caught up in you have to be a superstar in this league. And there's places for guys like yourself who bring high energy that can play multiple positions that are invaluable. Uh, and I look at you. I look at Caruso. You know, you guys coming in and, and giving that spark off the bench or whether you're starting uh, is so important for a team to have success. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I me, me personally, I just want, you know, um, I didn't let none of that bother me. It's like, like, at first I was just, like, blessed to make it at first when I was in Boston. And then, like, towards, like, my second year, you know, because the first year we was in the bubble, so it was just like, I was like, this this can't be like how the NBA is. Cause it's, it was like so confusing to me because like, you know, we had the pandemic and then just playing without fans, you know, um after after you have been playing with fans and then playing without them, I just felt weird. And then like towards like I was like, all right, all right, I'm not blessed. I'm I'm blessed to be here, but like now, you know what I'm saying, I wanna showcase my talent. So like I just started working hard, and then when I got here, you know, I would just I just kept the mass mindset of um, mindset of staying humble. So whenever I got my chance, I just knew like what I was capable of, and I was just trying to showcase that and like let the coaches know. Hey, take us uh, behind the scenes of the Bulls locker room. Who are some of the uh, the cut ups, the guys that are making people laugh during the season that keep things loose? Because I I know fans are always curious about who's got the biggest personalities on the squad. Um. I mean, every, everybody has the the jokes around the, around the locker room, but um, for me personally, uh, Kobe Kobe White is pretty funny to me. You know, he always we call we go, we call him a troll because he always trolling people. And um, I say him, uh, Io is funny. A sleeper, a person that y'all probably sleeping on that that y'all don't think is funny is Booch. Like Booch is very funny. He wow. got his own he got his own uh his own way of being funny. So it's just like. I mean, the locker room is this locker room is a vibe. I tell you what, um, go back to your your days as a football player. See, people don't really know that yeah. you're a quarterback. And do you feel like that football mentality has helped you in basketball? Um, yeah, for sure. Because you know, um, you no, know, I like contact. You know, football is a contact sport. You know what I'm saying? So any any way I can, you know what I'm saying, just get some contact. I just feel like that 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 helps me just being aggressive on the defensive end, offensive end, you know, just trying to create contact and, like, throw the, throw the defense off cause, or throw the offense off uh, because, you know, they, they probably don't not expecting um, as much physicality as, as I present. So what kind of what kind of quarterback were you? Were you a, were you a, a wildcat quarterback? Was you a drop-back quarterback? Or you was both? I was definitely wildcat. Ran it every time. <laughs> oh, you, did, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't throw the rock? We probably threw it like four times a game. Oh, really? Man. So how yeah. far if if you if they said, Hey, Javante, we need you to can you throw this ball? It's a game winning situation. Could you throw it? How far do you think you could throw it? I'll probably throw it like sixty, seventy. I had an arm in high school. I, I haven't thrown a football that, that far in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of people, Bulls fans didn't know that you played football. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, football was my first love. Wow, that's awesome.
That's why he's so tough. That's why. Yeah, I yeah. Like, football mentality. Like when he's out there, it's like you know he's all over the place. That's why I always say there's five Javantes <laughs> everywhere. He's like everywhere on the floor. Like it's like in every position doesn't matter if he's guarding guard. Yeah. And so like I I know this year when we had all the the injuries and the sicknesses and then they you know they put you at the power forward position. A lot of people looked at that and was like oh he's too small he's too small. You held your own every single night against bigger and taller uh, players and I thought that was impressive. Yeah, I don't back down, man. I'm not. I don't, I don't care how big you is. You, you know, you tie your shoes up the same way I do. I like that mentality. <laughs> the same thing I say with Mark Schnauzke over here. You, you tie your shoes just like I do. Put your, yeah, put your right, pants Mark. on one leg at a time. Oh, no one said nothing about putting pants on. See, you always got to add something to Timmy Whisper, I always got to add something. Like, we don't, come on, man. Whispers, I know you did your research. You Go got ahead, something yeah, for Javante? Well, I, no, it actually, you guys were already alluding to it, but I, I wore my F1 shirt today in honor of Javante. It's about speed and power and and uh and uh the energy and so yeah, that was the headline you know all through last january that they're going to rely on javante's energy to 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 bring something to the game and it, that's just been great to see so the question is how do you gear up for that energy get it going like lamar odom used to eat like 10 bags of candy so what's your secret oh no mindset <laughs> i guess <laughs> just, just go uh, get I mean, it i mean i just feel like in high school like we have like it wasn't just me. We had five people like that running around, and I I feel like that that transferred to college, and then you know just keeping that same mindset from high school, you know just bringing bringing the energy because my uh, assistant coach he always be like, we need the big E, the big E, bring the big E like before every game, before every practice, and like and I feel like that's that would get us going because we used to joke about it because we already knew what he was about to say, so we always like bring the big E, fellas, and then we joked about it, but we always brung it though. So I just kept that that little mindset, that little that little piece of, um, from high school. I just bring it. What was your experience like playing overseas? Uh, you graduated from Radford, and as you mentioned, you were hoping for an NBA opportunity, but you kind of had to wait and prove yourself overseas. What was it like trying to adjust to the culture and the language and the food and everything else? Did you have some uh, strange experiences when you're playing overseas? Oh, of course. Um, I feel like my first my first year overseas. It was, it was like a, a culture shock, you know, um, first time out the country, probably, I probably left Virginia like four times in my life and then just going over there by myself. But, uh, I had a great, I have a, I had a great roommate over there, um, by the name of Gabe Rogers. Like he was, uh, he played in Spain, I think it was like two years and like he, he had, he adjusted, you know, he, he learned the language. So he took me under his wing and he showed me the steps. I remember this one time I was, uh, we had went to dinner and they brought me a fish, like a, a piece of fish. Like, uh, I don't know if it wasn't fried, but it's like probably grilled. Mm -hmm. And it still hand. had the head, the yes. head and the eyes on it. Yes. And I'm like, what the hell I'm supposed to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> but then I ate it and I was like, wow, this is probably the best fish I ever had. And then like, um, that's probably, and then one time I tried to make some scrambled eggs. I didn't know what cheese, I didn't, I couldn't read what cheese it was because they're, they're um, like their, their cheese there was like, you know how here, if you want some some um, shredded cheese, it got the little gap and you can see what kind it is. And I picked it up and it was like Parmesan cheese. And I tried to, you know, put it in the eggs and I was shitty all day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's that's an adjustment being overseas. Give our listeners a little bit of the origin because, like, you know, your nickname is Woo. They Savage Woo. So give us yeah. give us the give us the origin of that particular nickname. Who gave you that and and uh, what does it mean? 
I know you're a savage, so. <laughs> the woo part. You want to know about the woo part? No, I, I want to know about the woo part. Um, well, nope. Right, they, it has been my name since I can remember, right? But I always ask my mom, but she she be like, she don't know, but it could be this, could be that. So one time, um, we was in, I think it was last summer, we was on family vacation. We was talking about it. And then my, uh, my cousin had brought it up. She said that, uh, I should sit around, sit around when uh this was like when Wu Tang was out. Yeah. But my like all my uh my uncles and cousins, my older uncles, older cousins used to sit around. They used to rap, and I always used to be right there. So I feel like, as she said, that's where Wu came from. Maybe from Wu Tang, but I don't know. <laughs> you hear different stories. <laughs> so that's that's a family nickname then. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I, I I've used it on the air a couple of times. Yeah, I, I piped it up a couple of times. You, you family? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I use it on there. I think it's a cool nickname. I was like, yeah. Because I also call, I also say five Javantes. I right. also say, I call you uh, a Wolverine because you never get hurt. Like, you always recuperate quick. Like, if you turned your ankle, like most people be out for two weeks, you back out there playing, you know, five minutes later. You know, just take me up and let me go back out there. So, you got that recuperative power. So, that's what we, I we like. Can, we, we can figure it out later. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I was over there today. I was talking to these guys over there today. I said I was really impressed that you, first of all, you over there all the time. I go over there Tuesday, Thursday. You always over there. But I was impressed at y'all's workout today. You guys were getting after each other on defense. You, Io, uh, Dale and Terry. And a couple of the uh, the Bulls assistant coaches that are really young, um, mm-hmm. and I really was impressed how you guys went at each other defensively, closing out on shooters, making people put the ball on the floor. Talk a little bit about that. Um, you know, because um, last year we did we didn't do a, a very good job of, you know, giving um, closing out to shooters, and and if we did close out to them, we give them straight line drive. So I just feel like that's the like the emphasis this year for us. So we're just trying to work on that. And trying to perfect that so we can be good on both sides of the ball, not just one sided. Javante, I'm sure you've seen or heard some of the preseason predictions. People are saying that the East is so tough right now that the Bulls are going to have to struggle to avoid the play in tournament. Do you use that as motivation? Is that motivation within the group, or you just tune that out and go about your business? Um, you know, um, sometimes, uh, uh, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it could be motivation but like we're we know what we're capable of we know we made noise last year you know how good we were you know and then we picked up a picked up a few a uh, few guys and then we drafted um dt like he said i mean it just feel like you know what i'm saying if we had a mindset we go we feel like we go fight we go fight you know what i'm saying you know we fought last year we, we fought as hard as we could you know so i just feel like we can change it up this year yeah, people forget people forget you guys were in first place at the All-Star break. It's like people have selective amnesia, you know, they just remember what they want to remember, but this team when healthy was as good as anybody in the East. Do you feel confident you can carry that over into this coming season? Yeah, of course we know that. You know, and I feel I feel confident that we will. You know, um we just got to have that same mindset we had at the beginning of the year and not towards the end, you know, cuz we know we had them the downfalls. We just got to have a mental toughness this year and just try to figure it out. So like, you know, I know when I when I played, I always had my my music that I had to listen to on game days, driving to the arena, in the locker room with the headphones on. It was always Tupac. It was always Tupac. Mm-hmm. I had to have Tupac in my ear before. <laughs> so what is your what is your game day go-to music when you are getting yourself ready to play? Um, 
Yeah, it varies. You know, sometimes I sometimes I come to the to the arena, listen to Future. Sometimes I come listen to um, Young Boy. Sometimes I come listen to Lauryn Hill. You know, it just it just varies. Like uh, it depends on how I wake up. Really, if I wake up like sluggish, you know, I got to get up. I got to listen to some <laughs> some music that's gonna get me up. If I'm already like amp when I wake up, you know, what I'm saying I got to slow it down, get some Lauryn Hill, some some Erica Badu or something like that. <laughs> Hey, Stace, did you uh, share some of your European stories with Javante? No. Oh. <laughs> no, because I, I don't want to talk about those experiences. I want to forget about those experiences, man. You know, listen, I will tell you this. I will tell you about the my, like when we were on strike, the NBA was on strike. You know, a lot of us went overseas and played for like a couple of months while the uh, NBA was on strike. And I went to Italy. And um, um, I st- they said, hey, we got a place for you to stay. You're going to stay at the Holiday Inn. So I thought, you know, over here in the States, the Holiday Inn is like low budget. LB, baby. It's like, oh, no, you can't have you no know, Holiday Inn. Y'all like, y'all Milan. We in Milan. So they're mm-hmm. like, no, you know, the Holiday Inn, you know, over in over in Europe, like Holiday Inn, Howard Johnson, those are five-star hotels. You mm-hmm. know, so I went in there. I had a suite up top, had marble floors. It was like three bedrooms, a Holiday Inn. <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord. I called my boy over from Germany. I said, man, you got to come over. I'm going to fly you over. You got to see this. I'm in a Holiday Inn, baby. And and it's five stars. It's like the Ritz Carlton. Yeah. I couldn't believe how, how how dope it was. And then I got to go to, I got to go to like uh, the Versace, uh, the you know, like the, the little things where they go with the, what do you call it, the modeling, you know, when you go watch the runway. runway? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that was awesome, dude. That was <laughs> yeah. awesome. So where, where, did you, where did you play at? What, what places did you play? Uh, my first year, I played in uh, Spain. Oh, that's nice, too, depending where you are. I, play, I played third division in Spain, and then my second year, my second and third year, I played second division in Italy. Italy. Then my third year, nice. and then my fourth year, I played uh, in Germany. Oh, Italy was nice, dude. Italy was nice. I know. When you said Milan, I already know what you're talking about. Oh, oh. <laughs> now, that, hey, look, I, I was in I was in Italy. I played a, a summer. I played a little bit in um, in uh, Turkey. That's a little bit of a different experience. Turkey. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't know if I. I think I'm wanted over there. They, I might not be able to step back in that country. Boy, they might try to get me. Man. They, they oh, still Lord. have the cages around the court. Yeah, but like, hey, hey I'm telling you, it'd be like it'd be like Midnight Express. Oh, they might man. never see the king again. I might be in prison. <laughs> <laughs> hey Javante, uh, some of our listeners want to know uh, who who was the toughest player for you to guard in the league. Who's the toughest matchup for you? I mean, it's so many. Uh, just to state the obvious, the obvious, I say KD and Giannis. You know them guys, LeBron. It's crazy. This this year was my first year ever playing against LeBron. Yeah, like guarding them. So uh, of course the obvious. But the the sleepers, I probably say, you know, y'all know D book tough, Bradley Bill tough. Shoot, what do you think, Anthony Edwards? Is he gonna be a breakout player this year for the Timberwolves? This year, yeah, y'all know, you know, y'all know, Ant is 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 one of the, I don't know, one of the best young players right right now. Yeah, yeah, and and is real good. I like his game a lot, and I feel like uh, Minnesota, if he stays aggressive. I feel like Minnesota will be one of a, a tough team to beat as well. Yeah. Talk a little bit about playing for Billy Donovan because he just seems to me like he's a player's coach. Like, I, I would have enjoyed playing for him. Yeah. Well, you know, Billy, he always um, he always acts like he'll, he'll say something and then he'll ask us, like, how we feel about it. We can get feedback. So if we don't feel like, you know what I'm saying, this game plan is going to work, we need to do – because, you know, we – 
we watch basketball too. He know we watch a film. We know we we study in the game. And if you want to do, like say, on a pick and roll, you want to force this one player this way, and we and they try to force him the other way. We trying to down the screen. We just we'll probably just say, yo, let's just let let us send him over the screen and see what he can do. And then like have made game adjustments if this if it don't work. But Billy. You know he he's a smart coach. You know he know what he talk. He know what he's talking about. He know what he's doing, and of course um, I respect him because uh, he gave me that, that shot. You've been in Chicago for a little while now. What do you like best about the city? I know the winters aren't so much fun, but there's a lot of things to do in the summertime. It's a it's a great outdoor city. What do you like best about Chicago? It's, I haven't had a bad meal yet. <laughs> None of that cheese. Every place I stop at, every place I go to, I have a great meal. Yeah. Talk, hey, yeah. hey, I, you know, talk about playing in the summer league in Chicago because I know, you know, they, they sleep on the summer league in Chicago. Like you always hear about the Drew League, you always right. hear about, all, but they sleep on Chicago summer league. I remember playing my first couple of years, and and the dudes would go at you, like it was yeah. like like it was like an NBA game, and these guys were like, you know, these guys were trying to get to that level. Some of these guys were playing overseas, some of these guys were still in college, and I just mm-hmm. remember like you couldn't come out there when you used to have it at Malcolm X College. And uh, LeClaire, the LeClaire. Man, you could not come out there if you was a Bulls player messing around. Like, you, right. you, you feel the same way when you're down there playing? Uh, Yeah, kind of, especially um, the Shaw League this year. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, like, take nobody's um, lightly anyway because, um, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover or you can't be, like, thinking on a high horse. So I'm going to just, you know what I'm saying, because that's the way I think because I, I don't I – don't, um, think nobody's better than me even if they are you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go at whoever whoever i can because you know what i'm saying i just feel like i know my mentality i know my skill set so i know what i can do and i just feel like this year when i was playing in the the, the, the pro runs this year um this summer in chicago i just ran into a, a lot of guys that i knew like that i played against and then i was like dang he's from chicago a lot of players that played in the nba that I that I there's a lot of guys that I knew that didn't that I didn't know was from Chicago. And Chicago got a lot of hoopers and a lot of dogs. It was a great summer, man. I really enjoyed it. You know, beer fo- getting hot, man. You know, in football, some of the star players always say, "Hey, it's not my job to uh, help the young guys develop." You've got a young guy coming in in Dalen Terry who was picked in the middle of the first round. Uh, needs to put on some weight, but he's got some interesting potential. But you guys are going to be battling for minutes. How, how do you handle that whole situation in terms of trying to help him, but also realize that he might be taking my minutes? Uh, I'm not. I'm not worried about that because either way, um, I, I'm here to make the team better. Honestly, so it don't matter um, if he's playing or I'm playing. But I know, you know, I know. I'm just trying to make little brother better. You know, I mean, I'm not going to try to sneak in backdoor him or nothing like that because you know what i'm saying that's only gonna hurt the team yeah and, and like if it, it, the um i ain't gonna try to say i'm not worried about who's playing or not you know what i'm saying i'm gonna have the same mindset i always had you know what i'm saying when it's my when my number is called just go out there do what i do talk a little bit about the acquisitions this summer that the bulls made to try to strengthen their bench a little bit you got andre drummond who's been one of the best rebounders in the league, big man that can finish around the hoop. Uh, and, and one of, I mean, arguably one of the best offensive rebounders in the game. And then you get the veteran Goran Dragic coming in to give you a little bit more stability 
uh, at the point guard position. You see he's having a good summer playing over in Europe. Talk a little bit about that. And then also having Derrick Jones Jr. back. Like that, I thought that of all the people they picked up, I was so happy to see DJ come back. They're playing mode. Yeah, I, I just, <laughs> I mean, you know, I just, I just thought that he added so much versatility to the team. I hate to see Troy Brown go. You know, you hate to see those guys who were on that team go last year. But I was really, really happy to see that Derrick Jones came back because I think he's underrated as well. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, uh, Gordon, Gordon, and um, Andre, you know, two veterans that been been in the league, been around. You know, I feel like that uh, that uh, help us this year because you know, um, you know, Gordon, he's he got that European mindset. He knows how to move the ball around. You know, what I'm saying the ball won't won't stick as much. And um, Andre, you know, he's gonna do what he's gonna do, defense and offensive rebound. I feel like that's what uh, that's what we needed a little bit more last year, like a guy that can. Screen, roll, be a lob threat, and then um, on the defensive end, protect the protect the rim. You know, and um, you know, DJ, that's my guy. You know, we he coming back. You know, so so it's 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 up. You know how me and DJ kick it. Well, there's 15 guys on an NBA roster plus the two two ways, and we we learned last year everybody's going to be needed for this team to go where it wants to go in the Eastern Conference and the NBA. Javante, we know you'll find your way on the court. We know you'll continue to win the hearts of Bulls fans everywhere, and we thank you so much for joining us on Give Me the Hot right. Sauce. Stacy's going to be sending out his signature hot sauce your way, so make sure yeah, you, you know look what? for that. You know what? He always asks for it. Right? Does he really? Yeah, he always asks for it, right? Yeah. Like when I'm going to get my hot sauce. And I told him <laughs> you got to come on the show. Oh, okay. So, so when I see you Tuesday, I will have all your hot sauce. I will bring it to the Advocate Center. I'll make sure you get it. I'll hand deliver it to you. Normally, we mail it to people, but I'm going to yeah. hand deliver it to my There boy. you go. I don't have to pack it. <laughs> yeah, this is a hot sauce packer. He likes to pack everything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, I, I ain't come. I ain't come on the show for the hot sauce, though. I, I know we appreciate you. Yeah, you my boy. That's my boy. That's my guy right there. Javante Green, thank you so much for spending some time with us, and best of luck this season. All right, thank y'all. See thank you Javante. next week, boys. Have a good weekend. Right. You too. You know, Stacy's really a great guy for hand delivering the hot sauce to Javante Green. That's that's going to be a big treat for Javante. I'm sure he's going to enjoy that in the days to come. But it's another special treat is hearing the read of about the hot sauce done by uh, a special celebrity and guest, Christopher Walken, in the uh, studio, telling us sauce, about the hot sauce. Our hot sauce packer. Hi, yeah. thank you. <laughs> and it saves a little time for whispers from packing, which is nice. <laughs> Trying to score the best hot sauce in the game? Well, listen up, because we have a variety of flavors that'll bring some spice into your life. That's right. Give me the hot sauce. It's the best small batch organic sauces for your kitchen. Where the Chicago-style red sauce with their garlic twist. <laughs> Fan favorites in Pets Verde. A spicy Sweet King's Q. Oh, you love it. I'm the hottest of the bunch, Chicago Fire. Like I said before, burn your goddamn eyes out. <laughs> give me the hot sauce. Stop by GiveMeTheHotSauce.com and use code KING21 to get 21% off your first order. Nice job, Chris. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks. <laughs> I'll do you, do you I'll be think back. You're, do you think you're in charge? Do, I, do you think you're in charge, Christopher? I'm the king of New York. No one cared <laughs> who I was until I put on the mask. Take that jockstrap off your face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to kick 
your ass. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> it, it's become a weekly thing. The Bane versus Whoa. Christopher Walken. Oh you only get that here on Gimme the Hot Sauce. So oh. go to gimmethehotsauce.com and place your order. And Timmy's going to be back in the back room with the lights off. Yeah. Packing that hot sauce. Packing it. <laughs> Wait, why, are the, why, why are the lights off? <laughs> it's a special variety pack. You don't know what you're getting. Yeah, oh, exactly. okay. <laughs> Excellent. What? Some freaky stuff going on here at the Gimme yeah. the Hot Sauce Studios, baby. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> even, for, even for Tim. That's weird for Tim. Well, yeah, my mind starts wandering. <laughs> Hey, we mentioned the fact that uh, football season is here. A full slate of college football. Matter of fact, as we are recording this podcast on Thursday, we've got some games coming up tonight. Penn State plays Purdue. Minnesota is in action, another Big Ten team, and they've got the uh, the brawl, the backyard brawl going on with West Virginia playing Pitt. So some games on the schedule coming up on Thursday and then coming up on Saturday, a couple of uh, top 20 matchups. You've got Oregon playing defending national champion Georgia. And then the big one in Columbus, Ohio, the Buckeyes, the second-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes, hosting the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. So some good games on the slate, Stacey, and I think it's a nice way to start the season when you get some of these good teams going head-to-head. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that that Notre Dame and Ohio State game in the horseshoe. That's that's a huge game, and it's an early game. I mean, it's, it's like it could be a preview later on, but the good thing about these early games is that you could lose – and then still be in the playoff picture at the end of the game. So, mm-hmm. like, if I'm if I'm Notre Dame, if I go in there and make that game close and we end up losing, that's only going to help them because you're playing in a hostile environment. So, um, look at my Sooners. <laughs> They're number nine. Okay, but if they lose a the game, I'm number one. I went to Alabama. You know, I jump ship. <laughs> I jump ship quick. You know, I ain't going to lie. I jump ship quick. Well, we got a new coaching staff. It's going to take a new quarterback. It's going to take a while for things to round into shape. They're playing UTEP, so that's an easy game in game one. You know what, Mark? Nothing's easy when it comes to a new quarterback and a new coach. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. UTEP, I didn't even know they had a football program. <laughs> They're <laughs> but, the miners. Yeah, but, but they, mining they, for gold. If they beat Oklahoma, if they beat Oklahoma, I'm going to be completely shocked. They're not going to beat Oklahoma. All right, Mark. I'm I think they're like a 38-point favorite in that Okay, game. I might have to go to the betting thing. Since, <laughs> since you believe in Oklahoma, I might yeah. have to do it. Hey, where's Nebraska? Oh, Nebraska they got beat what? by Northwestern. They got beat by Northwestern. Nice win for Coach Fitz and company. And mm-hmm. that was in Dublin? Yeah. yeah. That's how you do it. Uh, Nebraska might need a to guy named Fitzgerald there. has to win in, in Ireland, right? Yeah. That's how you do it. That was fun to watch. They did a nice job, and Illinois won their opener as well. They got a tough game tomorrow night. They go to Indiana in their Big Ten opener. NFL is around the corner. The Bears, of course, had to make their cuts down to 53, and then they did some wheeling and dealing. They picked up an offensive lineman from the Las Vegas Raiders who was let go, who was a former first-round draft pick. But unfortunately, Alex Leatherwood also led the NFL in pressures allowed. So maybe there was a reason why he was cut after one year. Boy, Alex Leatherwood. That sounds like a porn name. Or yeah, that could that could <laughs> work. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah. Leatherwood or, or a horror <laughs> movie. Watch out for Leatherwood. Um, you know what? Listen, he, he was a first round pick. Yeah. Like maybe it was just maybe it was just a bad situation um, in in you know Vegas and it just didn't work out. But I mean, come on. I mean, that's a former first round pick. If he gets with a good line coach that can help him and. Um, you got a mobile quarterback compared to not having a mobile quarterback. So, like, you got Derek Carr back there. You know, he's kind of stationary. So, if you get beat just a little bit, he's a statue. But mm-hmm. you got a kid back there that can keep plays alive. And, and the one thing I've noticed um, with Justin Fields that wasn't 
around last year is he keeps his eyes down the field. Like even when he's running and he's scrambling, he's not looking at the defensive, you know, where I'm going to get hit. He's constantly looking downfield to make a big play. And that's normally when you get big plays. That's why you see Patrick Mahomes being able to, you know, extend plays and keep plays alive. The key, the key, like I said, is like these referees need to wake up, man, because I've seen that kid slide a couple times this year and get popped. Oh, yeah. You I mean, drilled I, last I mean week. I'm going to tell you something. Officials who allow that to happen – should get fined big time. Just like they find the players for doing certain things, you need to do that to the officials. You need to start finding them. When these quarterbacks slide, you're picking and choosing who you want to throw flags on. You know, if Tom Brady, if you breathe on Tom Brady, you know, that's a flag. Same thing with, you know, Aaron Rodgers. But these kids, you know, like Fields running around, you know, Trey Lance, when, you know, they expect them to be running backs, so they're running quarterbacks. But they, if they get down and slide, don't punish them. You know, give them give them the same respect you give these other quarterbacks. Yeah, Justin Fields was outstanding in that final exhibition game against the uh, Cleveland Browns. 14 for 16, three touchdowns. And the last touchdown was the best that you mentioned, Stacey. He rolled to his right. I think last year he just would have run out of bounds or thrown it into the ground. He waited for his tight end to clear and, and got the ball to Cole Komet for a touchdown. Well, it's kind of like how when I play uh, Madden. You know, I keep my eyes up the field when I'm playing online, <laughs> and then I see my receivers going deep, and that's what always happens. So it's the same thing in, in real football. Like, you got to keep your eyes up the field, and especially when you extend the plays, because if your offensive line is, is, is your weakest area, your quarterback is going to be constantly getting out of the pocket. He's going to be constantly moving around. And if you got the receivers that can get some separation when he's in trouble, Mooney does a good job, you know, You've got to you've got to be able to make plays for the kid. So if he's running around and he's throwing you the ball, there can be no drops. There cannot be anything that is not helping him out because that only helps his confidence when he's able to make a throw to someone and when the play is broken and you make the play for him. Bears open the regular season at home against the San Francisco 49ers, and Jimmy Garoppolo will be part of that 49ers squad. He is signed a one-year contract to stay in San Francisco to back up Trey Lance. We'll be watching that throughout the season. I think he may get his chance to play before long. And speaking of a guy from Arlington Heights, the Bears announced today that they're going to have a news conference next week Thursday in Arlington Heights where they're going to announce their plans for a new stadium. So, they're Tim, they're not messing around. So, in, you, in your backyard, you're going to have football. I love it. That's just enough to keep me here another couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting how quickly they're moving because normally things go very slowly with that franchise, and, and they're not messing around. I mean, it's, it's going to be, you know, to have the NFL's charter franchise playing in Arlington Heights just seems a little bit weird. Well, wouldn't it be just funny if they were out there and they, they had the announcement, yes, we're staying at Soldier Field. <laughs> that, that and was, here's Mayor that, Lori Lightfoot that, to welcome, welcome us would, back. That would be so funny if they did that. That would but That'd be kind of bears, wouldn't yeah, it? Well, yeah, it would be the bears just wow. to fool everybody, keep everybody off balance. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I listen, I, I didn't move to the city now, and I, I'm disappointed. Because if, if I would have known that they were going to be out here, I might have stayed out here because it'd be easy oh, access. You're, you're still closer. No, I'm not. Yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not. I think so. I'm too far, man. I, I mean, I got to come out here, you know. And uh, if it wasn't for Windy City, I don't know if I'd be coming out here doing the show. I think that's two, it's two stops on the train for me. <laughs> two, stop, two stops? <laughs> two stops. That's all it is. It's fantastic. Yeah, I don't know, guys. Hey, speaking of Windy City, uh, if people want to get a ride to oh. the next sporting event or concert that they want to go to in the summertime, how can they get hooked up, Stace? 
or get a ride. I should maybe I should be careful with the yeah. words which what you're talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, listen. <laughs> Don't hurt your Why? hip. Don't hurt your hip or your groin. <laughs> Windy City Limousine provides championship service. Making a reservation is so easy, it's a slam dunk. That went, that oh <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Christopher Walken over there. Let, let Windy City. I'm dying here. Break, break the full core pressure of traffic and get to your destination in style and on time. Contact us at 847-916-9300. Again, that's 847-916-9300. Or visit WindyCityLimos.com. And ask for Stacy's personal discount. You might not get yeah, it. You might not you get, get it. Ask. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> just say, hey, I got to get the Stacey King discount, you know, 21% off. And they're just going to say, I'm sorry, there's no discount. Yeah. There's no discount. New phone. Who this? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, uh, some baseball news. Tony Larusa had to leave the White Sox team. Uh, he had some heart issues. They, they did some medical tests and they wanted him to go back to see his personal physician, which is in Arizona. So uh, bench coach Miguel Cairo was running the squad right now. And unfortunately, you know, we wish Tony all the best. Hopefully he makes a full recovery and it get, gets back to doing the things that he loves. But, like you know, golf. yeah, I, I just <laughs> I think this is a, probably a convenient situation where the White Sox can kind of they can say, well, with health issues, he's going to step aside and maybe go into the advisory role, because I, I don't think after a season as disappointing as this one, the White Sox are going to really want Tony back running the team next year. <sighs> America. I know we're friends. Listen, we just got a phone call from Tony LaRusso. He'd like to see Mark Shanowski in the back, please. <laughs> I've gotten too many of those calls already, you <laughs> see, know? See, Mark, Mark, there's a lot of people after Mark Shanowski yeah, in America. And Tony LaRusso at 71 said, I will kick his ass. He's seven, say that. 77, Steve. Oh, he's 77? Yeah. Oh, wow. He looks good for 77. Yeah. To be honest with you, he looks, yeah, he, he still got salad on his head. I like that, man. I like Tony LaRusso. Everybody talks <laughs> about Tony LaRusso. Listen, I understand. Listen. Hall of Fame manager. Listen, I, listen, do we have the graphic on Tim Anderson? Do we have the graphic on when Tim Anderson went hurt, what the record was? Because I, I, I believe that was huge for them. Him going down with injury and then them kind of going, going kind of a tailspin because they were right there. He got swept it. by the Arizona Diamondbacks oh, at home. See, look. Socks without Tim Anderson, 38 and 41. Look at those numbers. Look at those numbers. 288 RBIs. Oh, my goodness. Home runs. That's a career. That's a career numbers. But without him, they you can see the numbers. Don't lie. I mean, you know, it's, they've, they've gone downhill. They've had some key injuries to a lot of players. Oh, well, they've had a ton of injuries. The last, the last couple of years, you know, they, there's a lot of people that picked the White Sox to be a World Series contender. Absolutely. The yeah. last couple yeah. of years. And the, and the injury bug just... Man, it's it's a Chicago thing. Who's their training yeah. coach? <laughs> wow, that's a, you just throw that. see pe people always yeah. want to do that. Yeah, they did that with the Bulls. Yes. They said, "Oh, you got to get rid of the medical get staff of, and the yeah, trainers." Yeah. 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 yeah, well, I mean, but you don't even see the injury. Like with the Bulls, you could see where they got hurt. With like Mankata, he throws a ball to first, and ah, I'm out. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eloy Jimenez got hurt again this afternoon in the yeah, finale against just you know. I mean, Leg and their leg injuries, you Swinging know, it's, it's hamstrings and, and guys in their early Listen. 20s. It's just kind of amazing. Listen, America, baseball's a little bit different. You know, muscular injuries, those happen. Hamstring pulls and groin pull. I'm experiencing yeah. that right now. I'm experiencing yeah. that right you now. You were playing a little baseball last week, uh, Stace? Listen, I was playing there. Somebody was playing with some ball. <laughs> <laughs> what? Somebody was playing oh. baseball. I don't know. America. America. This is not that kind of show. We, we got have to get the editing out. machine oh, out today for out. segment oh, three. Lord have mercy, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the delay? I think where's, it's, where's 
And, and I think it's time for a word from our sponsors, our good friends at Angel Water. Listen up, Bulls Nation. We want to make water healthier for your home and family. Look no further than our favorite new water here in the Hot Sauce Studios, Angel Water. We're enjoying some of that right now to cool off. This company is on a mission to provide water free of the toxins and chemicals that can cause long-term damage to your health. We thank them for providing the Gimme the Hot Sauce team with more than enough H2O to keep us cool. And Maddie even went over to the facility to get a couple of cases today. So we appreciate that. Yes, and she put out the water was hot. We could have made some tea. <laughs> Jesus. There's like, a boil order in effect. Yeah. I was like, oh, do, you, do you happen to have any some tea that I can put this hot water? She's trying to. Man, we're giving the hot sauce crew a tough time today. We're giving them a rough ride. She, she, you know, she, she tried to, like, I give Maddie credit, though, because she did say, Hey, uh, where'd you get this out of the refrigerator? Because she was talking to Nick yeah. Nuggles. And he said, yeah, I got out of the refrigerator. <laughs> and so I, fe- I felt it. It felt like a bowl in hot water. Like, where'd you have this in your car? Yeah. Like, oh, come on, man. I-, I think D and Matty Ice are the only ones who have escaped today. So we're going to give them a shout <laughs> Look out, at D. Too. Oh, we'll Look get at D. Hold on. We'll hey, 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 Show's you. not over yet. Let me, let me tell you about D. So D, yeah. you know, D, D speaks Spanish. You know, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he speaks yeah. Spanish. So a lot of times, a lot of times, a lot of times, you know, like sometimes, you know, people want to say something they don't want you to hear. Right, right, right. See, see and he didn't know that I, I speak Spanish fluently. So yeah. today he's speaking Spanish to Francisco, and uh-huh. I'm listening to the conversation. Is he helping him with the spelling? No, he wasn't helping no. him with no spelling. Matter of fact, that's not what he was saying. So so D, so, so D, tells, D tells Francisco, God, we got to work for that black guy. Again today. I was like, what? I was like, I said, what? Oh, my goodness. Him. I said, what? I heard you. And he's like, no, I didn't say that. But he didn't know. He didn't yeah. know I speak. I'm fluent in French. Yeah. Polyvoo Francais, wee wee. Don't try to look pull him, that out of the king. Him, yeah. Look at him. Yeah. 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 And so today, so today he found out, America, that I know how to speak Spanish fluently. Yeah. So don't say nothing around me no more. <laughs> really? Okay? Yeah. Uno, uno más cervezas, por favor. Oh, oh, look at Tim. What was that, Tim? Was that like African? What you doing? <laughs> I don't know what that was. Was that Swahili? What, I mean, what was that? In Spanish. Can I have another beer, please? Oh, is that the only thing you know? I know uh, Cerveza how to order beer and where's the bathroom in 40 languages. Uh, no, you don't well, know well, Quite a few. Okay, what is it in French? <laughs> oh, that's easy. Look, give me something hard, like Chinese. Okay, what is, okay, okay, Chinese, what is it? Well, we saw Leong Pei Pijou. That is not, no hey, way. Hey, keep your Pijou in your pants, <laughs> mister. Hold on, hold on, Come on now. Jeez. All right, I got to translate it right now. I'm going to put it in Chinese right now. Let me finish this Angel Water read while you look that up. So stay hydrated all year with water you can trust. Our good friends at Angel Water, call them at 847-382-7800 to get your water tested for free today and tell them that you know Timmy Whispers and that's going to help you quite a bit. Or not. I'm not sure which one. All right, Did you Tim, find the translator? No, no, I'm going to translate this in Spanish. Okay, so <laughs> Spanish. Yeah, so Tim. You want the French? No, no, no okay. So I got the, I'm going to France. I had to get this thing. All right, say it, say it in, say it in, uh, say it, write, write it down, write it down. In, <laughs> in what? <laughs> In Chinese? No, 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 don't write it down. I hey, the last it. time he did that, we got in big trouble. Okay, here you go. I'm a professional analyst. Say something, Tim. Yeah. Well, you got this, yeah, come on. He's dumbfounded, stupefied. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's nervous now. Yeah. I got him on the spot. One more beer, please. All right, here. Oh, what do you got here? Did you hear that? Yeah. No, no, this is that's something you said. What? That's something I said. You, you lost, man. Yeah. No, it was. Was I correct? No. Hey, young Jordan says we should cut Whispers Mike. I like another. I like another beer, please. 
Well, look at that. Yeah. That's some great techie. Mile of efficiency. Wagner a la Kennedy Place. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is, what is I don't know what it, What is that stuff? I don't know. You know, it's got to be 5 o'clock somewhere, and it really is past 5 o'clock here in the Hustle and Flow It's Studios. Google Translate. It's yeah. Google Translate, and I'm not using it ever again. It had, <laughs> I, I thought it was going to work for me. I was going to take this to, to Paris. Yeah. I was all ready to just be talking it and doing this. Yeah, and when is that game? Get you in trouble. Uh, it's like, I think it's like the second... The second week of uh, January. The Stacey King fan club will be out in force. Yes, you know what? I got a big, big fan club in uh, in Paris and yeah. in France, and I'm looking oh, forward a good to time. seeing uh, France Bulls Nation out there. Wee wee, wee wee. Okay. Yes, yes. That means yes, yes. Okay. Okay. I just want y'all to know that. Okay. Je t'aime très, très beaucoup. Parlez-vous français? Wee wee. Yeah. Un verre de bière, s'il vous plaît. That would be okay. You sound like Peppy the Pew. Be quiet over there. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, that's your eyes like lip, lippy poos. That's ordering a beer in French. You were asking that earlier. Okay, this this guy's got like he's amazing with all the stuff that he has. Like he says, he needs the, another beer. That's tons, the problem. Tons of useless knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying. Hey, this guy has come a long way, America. He, he's come from one word yeah. to like now he has phrases. He's got a fan following. Yeah, yeah. yeah People following. love whispers. Can I can't shut me up. <laughs> Yeah. What'd y'all say over there? Oh, oh yeah, that's all time. We got to get the t-shirts out there. So, oh. you know, make sure you check us out for, the, for all that merchandise we're going to be getting out there. Oh, I'm, I'm just reading some of the comments. I'm reading some of the comments. <laughs> ready, for a, ready for a Ferme La Bouche. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Oh, hey, and, and, you know, we gave Cisco a hard time earlier about spelling, and uh, our, our one of our loyal guys, Pete the Sign God, he, you know, we were talking about these banners, which are great. He misspelled Paxson the first time around, so it happens. Wow, you know? they threw Peter under the bus. He threw himself under the bus, so that's why I was okay. I'm just reading off. I'm just reading off the Twitch chat. Yeah, but he came right back and just turned it right around and yeah, yeah. So we appreciate all his contributions to give me the hot sauce, and we are we are limping to the finish line here on episode 96. No, no, we're not limping. I'm the really only one limping. Okay, but yeah, we got to that story already. Strong, baby. Finish is strong. Let's go. I'm willing. I'm willing to the finish line, baby. Let's go. You also are pantomiming something wow. else, which we don't want to talk about. Wow. I think it's time. I think it's time to roll the crows and credits and music. Go ahead there, D. Wow. Everybody got it today. So everybody, everybody got beat up on a 96. We are a family here. Yeah, that's there right. is nobody exempt from this. Want to thank Javante Green for coming on. There's five Javante Greens on yes. today's show. Want to thank everybody for taking part on the Twitch chat, on YouTube, and everybody who listens on a regular basis on your favorite podcast carrier. This is Give Me the Hot Sauce. We'll be back with a brand new episode next week, Stace. Yes, like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Be helpful and help us build that channel up. And remember, drive home safely, Chicago. Beep, beep. Six weeks, baby, and I'm back. <laughs> Woo! Six weeks, get buckets, get buckets. Six.